Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey, it's uh, Coach Ariel Anderson. You know, Ariel Anderson. I'm correcting myself because I've been having this discussion with someone around labels and all of this, and I realize it's really about the person. It's about you. It's about me. And Coach is a label I've put my on myself to try and clarify, but it's so... How did I put it today? It's like a door. It's sort of two-dimensional, almost one-dimensional, but really just sort of flat in some way that doesn't really expand into, you know, what the work is that I do with people. And you, the same as a parent, you know, parent, it's just so, so flat. It doesn't really say all of who you are. And uh, yeah, I'm just kind of rolling into that. I started this podcast today actually very differently. Um, I was very emotional. I had just gotten some test results and I was freaking out. I was about to talk to my doctor and I started this whole podcast for you. And maybe I will, well, I will, I will put it out another time um, along with um, a discussion that I'm going to do with you guys in the future, with you in the future. Uh, Right now, I just want to say thank you for being here for yourself, for me, for the world uh, in this circle, this amazing community of imperfect parents you on your path, you know, to joy and health. That's all I want is to help you access that. And parenting or being a future parent or a parent again, that's all interconnected with that. Because when you are you, that's going to bring the best to the world and to yourself. And I'm, I'm thinking about this today because, you know, sometimes I talk to you and, and I'm only, it's just a part of what I really want to be expressing to you. And uh, out of encouragement, I've been uh, thinking about sharing something with you. Uh, You know, there's so many things that happen, and I bet it happens to you too, where you... You do things every day, and you just think, well, that's normal. That's just me. That's just you, right? And so you don't think of it as being significant. And I will bet right now that you actually do things every day that someone in your circle needs encouragement with, never thought that was maybe okay or hadn't considered it, has been reading books upon books looking to find out what the answer is to that thing. I, I bet that you have one of those things that you do that someone else would consider quite amazing or impossible or how do I want to say it's not even in their realm of of possibility and you inspire that and that's what I'm doing also here with you is inspiring you or having an aha moment or just sharing a moment so that you can also have your your truth within you know the things that come through this speaker, right? So I'm going to share today some piece about the wisdom of a child. Now, maybe you already have this philosophy. Maybe you don't. It's been brought to my attention that not everyone does. Uh, I don't 
sit down personally and read books about, well, I do when I have podcast guests, that's not true, but I, I don't, um, seek information these days for how to move forward. Yet I also do find, you know, that because I'm in that intuitive place and I hope that you can on occasion or every day be coming into yourself to find the answers with you, with your partner, with people around, uh, and how to move forward with your child, your children, your future children. Because you, in your beautiful imperfection, you are this human being. So is your partner or your husband or your wife, your support team, your village. All bringing in that humanity, that presence of you that allows your child, your children, the children who meet with you to be the best versions of themselves. There's so much energy inside of the shoulds. As a parent, I should make sure they get out the door on time. As a parent, I should have the house clean all the time and do it myself because I'll do it right. As a parent, I should always be the strong one who doesn't cry. And doesn't, whatever. So these shoulds, you know how I feel about the S word. (laughs) The worst four letter word there is. uh, Or one of them. Um, there's There's a strength in knowing that this is not necessarily true. And letting go of attachment or letting go of the ideas of others that doesn't suit you and who you are. It takes some work and some time and some intention, some awareness, consciousness, whatever the word is that feels comfortable for you. The truth in it all is where are you inside of that? And where is your child? There's so much mutual learning, right? Uh, And so today, this is like the longest lead in ever, right? (laughs) But it's all part of the story. So the story I want to share with you is about that reflection of considering one another. And it goes like this. Sometimes those shoulds get in the way. And the other day, my story is, we we had had days to prepare for a dear friend's birthday party, one of Ella's dear friends, birthday parties. And I had picked up a couple of things, um, bought some things. And I had the intention of going to buy other things. Most likely with Ella, we'd make some decisions together. Um, but I, I also thought, well, you know, we don't have much time this week. It's a busy week. I'll get these things. I'll go buy these things. And, and so what happened was uh, I ran out of time. There was a lot going on for whatever reason. I missed some sleep. Whatever happened in the end, the the truth of it was that I didn't have time to go out and buy things. And uh, and in the past, before we had some money in the bank account, uh, I would make things or create things or 
whatnot. And it's one of those things I've talked about before that with more money comes less creativity sometimes. And I think that's one of been one of my fears in the past as a younger person was, oh no, I don't want to make too much money because my creativity will vanish, which is of course not true. Yet it can become convenient. And sometimes something quite important is missing inside of that. So, uh, so basically I, I thought, okay, what do we have here? I want to do something magical and something natural and something fairy connected. What can I do? So I found a shell, a beautiful muscle shell that I, we'd collected a bunch on the beach. You know, actually every time we go to the beach, we, we collect those as a reminder that there'll be something we were going to do with it. I didn't know what, but there was something. So uh, I collected and I, I took one of those, I cleaned it up and I walked around the garden and I found something that smelled really good, some nice flowers and it looks pretty. And I took a little piece of glass, you know, those little, um, they're not called beads, but it looks like someone took a, a marble and squashed it, uh, but it's glass and put it in the bottom of vases and things like that. And I put a little bit of glitter on it. Okay, there's a magical thing. Let's let that dry and I'm blowing it. And meanwhile, um, Ella was watching something. Now I had asked her, hey, do you want to do this with me? No, no, I'm watching, I'm watching. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you want, are you sure? Yep, 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 I'm busy. And then it was maybe let's say six minutes or five minutes before we were supposed to be leaving. I had this on the table. I started to wrap it. She turned off her device and she said she just melted down completely. And I'm like, we got to go. And I, Mats is in the background and he's saying, ah, we're going to be late. You know, it's the party's already starting. You know, it was going to start in like a couple minutes and it was only five minutes away. But suddenly this piece came in of the shoulds. We should be on time. We should hurry and be respectful of their time. Be, um, we got to push through and just, you know, put these things together and go. That's my job as a parent is to push things through and let's go. I'm the parent after all. Yet that's not really how Ella works. And, and frankly, a lot of kids, I mean, every kid's different. Of course, it depends. There's certain things um, where this is going to make sense and other areas where it won't. This particular time, it's about uh, Ella loves doing things together. She also likes to be a part of the conversation of what's going to happen or how things are going to go. And suddenly she realized that she was missing out. She really wanted to create something for her friend. She knew that there was something about the the love and the recognition as well, like they're putting that energy in for her friend as well as her friend recognizing it wasn't just something that came from her mom, but from her friend who loves her, who cares about her. And so she got really upset. And there was one moment when I had a choice. It's sort of that, that edge between perfect and unconscious parenting, which we all have, where we fall into that trap of the shoulds and what you're supposed to do. And I had this moment where I was like, I can be on time. I can be the parent and push through. Or I can allow space for something that's really important to her, to Ella, that she needed to work together 
that she needed to be a part of this to show the caring and to whatever her reasons were, but inside of like that she needed to do this um, for her friend and together. So uh, I just took a breath. I literally went and took a breath, not that consciously, mind you, (laughs) but a little bit and considered what was really important and what was important was her. It was, what is her experience of giving, of creating, of not just buying something? She suddenly realized that those things that I bought that she had no attachment or motion or interest in, that I had bought to make sure that her friend had a present in case time ran out or something else happened. And now we were making space for that special thing, that human kind from the heart touch, a little bit more personal. And suddenly that was way more interesting to Ella. She didn't get it before. She saw me wrapping the other things. She didn't engage with that. She was sort of half in out. She was tired, granted, from, you know, just a whatever. She likes to decompress. And I'm okay with a little watching. It's not the end of the world. But suddenly there was this other thing happening and she wanted to be a part of it. And how could I take that away from her? How could I discount that? How could I forget how much that mutual creation was important to her? I was in a hurry and I was forgetting. And I thought, oh, I have a choice right now. I can push through. She can be crying. It's going to start out with really not a nice way to start a party, right? Or, you know, the beginning of the day because it was like 11 o'clock party. And and it was so nice. I said, okay, that's okay. You know what? You can use these. You can whatever. Here you go. You know what? And she said, no, no, I don't want to use that one. I don't want to use that shawl. Okay, that's fine. She didn't want it to be just about me. And suddenly because I chose that and I had created that, then it was only mine. It's like when you move in with somebody and it's their place. It's always their place. It's not your place together. At least that's how we felt about it. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, then you have to work with, uh, with what's that, what's there, right? So, okay, that's fine. So I said, would you like me to get another shell? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll get the shell. She said, I said, okay, it's outside. I can't find it. Okay. Let's do it together. And so I said, okay, Let's go over here. I helped her to find something. We found one together. And then, you know, we talked a little bit about it. And she picked the things out that brought her joy. And then I said, hey, what about this? Would you like to have this magical blue fairy stone? Would you like that one in yours? You can take it from here. That's okay. You can take it from the other shell. Yeah, mommy, I would like that. And then we wrapped it together. She cut the ribbon. We chose which color would fit her friend most, what she would like, what would bring her joy. We put that tissue paper around it. She did finger knitting and out of rainbow yarn and put it around the present. Oh, now she has another present. And she said, oh, you're going to do that thing that you do, right? around the age and the presence. And I said, yeah, I'm going to do that. Would you like that? Yeah. And so she helped me count, count how many things. And she was proud. And I saw her confidence 
rise, her heart open, and she felt really good and connected to this presence that we're going to her friend now. Whereas before, there was no heart connection, no emotional connection at all. Nothing. (gasps) Mommy, what if we use my kitties to, as a card, is that okay? Can we use the kitties as a card? Yeah, what do you want to say? And then she told me, and I wrote it, and then I wrote something else. And I said, hey, how does that sound? Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's good. So we worked together. And she got to make choices. And she voiced those choices. And instead of being mad and frustrated that she was going to be making us late, which is what started to come up in the beginning when she said no to my creation, when she saw that there could be something heart connected something fun something beautiful natural something she hadn't even considered that that made it more fun she wanted to be a part of that and if I had said no let's just go we're gonna be late god so much so much would have been missed the connection I'm just getting a chill on my left side as I'm saying it that's so strange we would have missed that opportunity to each take a turn to connect connect and create this thing together she would feel less connected to the giving of the gift because there was nothing of her in there. It was just things that were bought. Now she'd made things, things that mattered to her, things she felt good about, things that she accomplished on her own and with some assistance when I asked her rather than said, hey, how about this? I would ask her. And I have to tell you really honestly, like, I really didn't think of this as that big of a deal until I was talking to my own guide coach person on the path who I work with. And he said, you know, um, that's not normal. (laughs) I said, what is normal? He's like, you got to share that. I'm like, share what, (laughs) you know? And, and I'm sure that there are things during the day that you maybe feel the same way about. Those imperfect things, those moments where you almost feel like they were a failure, but then you realize maybe if you give yourself the chance, you reflect back, you realize that was important between my child, my partner, and I, or my child and I, or my children and I. It's taking those pauses, right? If I hadn't paused today to really think about it, oh, was that important? I don't know. It was just that moment of realizing that she didn't feel seen. She didn't feel heard. She didn't feel connected to the whole process of what we were doing and on the whole point, which was to allow her friend to feel seen and heard and connected to her. So she needed to be a part of that, to be inside of that, to have an opinion, to control in a good way, to create And I almost missed it. And there'll be days that I do. I miss it. I'll miss it all together. And it won't feel as possible for us to be late for whatever reason. Maybe I have appointments after or Mats does or she's going to be late for school. There are going to be moments, of course, where you have to push through, where I have to push through. And I might not always feel good about it. Maybe you won't either. And other moments will be like, okay, we got her. 
there on time so she could have that experience together in flow, in alignment with her teacher and her friends at school or wherever. But in this moment, there are those moments like this moment where you you realize that you're creating a confinement, a box, a requirement, a should that doesn't really have to be there. And you know what? I'll tell you honestly. While there was some tension in the car, Matsu was like, ah, you know, we're late. We got there and guess what? <laughs> we were the first ones there or one of the first. And so many people came so much later than we did. And I just glanced at him and I said, well, see, I'm really glad that we made space for that. We just let it be what it was. Let us be who we were in all our incredible imperfection and let go for a few moments of what they, the grand they, the others would be thinking of us for being bad parents or not perfect enough, getting out the door and whatever, whatever was bubbling, bubbling up. And I just want to share that with you today because there's so many imperfect moments that turn out to be pretty darn perfect in the end because you paused, you gave space for what they needed, you heard your person, what they were putting out to you. And, uh, and that's pretty powerful and amazing and beautiful. And so I share this moment of massive imperfection, a moment where I thought I was going to snap. And instead I found this moment with Ella and I hope today or the next day or another day, you might have that incredible moment that maybe at first might feel like a failure, but there's learning and there's something there because you're being yourself and you're letting your child be themselves and allowing that wisdom that mutual wisdom and understanding and experimentation with one another because that's what it is. That's what parenting, especially imperfectly and as conscious as possible, is all about. It's that recognition of self and the other and and just doing the best you can in the moment. That's it for today. Definitely, if you're new, subscribe. If you're back here, let's keep coming back together. Good things are on the way more and more. Um, don't forget Fridays, every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific on YouTube. Um, I'm out there at 930 the first Friday of the month and Thursday at 5 p.m. Also Pacific in the evening. Um, first first Thursdays, though I might be changing that. We'll see. All right. Have a beautifully imperfect day. Keep trusting in what is coming for you and who you are. Give yourself a little grace. Um, remember that there's some good things in the description for you. Um, whether you're doing midlife pregnancy or uh, parenting, I'm going to be putting some good things in coming up probably next week. Uh, so keep your eyes open. And uh, you can always jump in and say hello in different places where we are, like on Instagram at IP underscore parenting. All right. I will see you next time on the other side. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and 
Have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.